4: West Ham United. We celebrate our victories. We stick together in defeat. I'm proud of our history. West Ham
3: United. More than just a podcast. More than just a podcast. Good evening.
2: Good morning good afternoon, this is more than just a podcast. Podcast! Uh, Season 6, Episode 7. Do I usually do that bit or do you
3: do that bit? Uh, I do it. Do you want to do it? Season 6,
4: Episode 7. Thank you. You're turning into Alan Wicker.
3: uh, Did you do the good morning, good afternoon or good evening?
4: I did, didn't I? Yes. Oh, right, yeah.
3: Uh, Do you do that or I do that? I do that bit? bit. Oh, okay.
2: My name's George. I'm here with Sean. Hello, Sean. Good
3: evening. Good morning or good afternoon.
2: I'm here with John. Hello, John. Hello. How are you? Smashing. Excellent. Uh, we should be cheerier tonight, but I'm not sure we are.
3: Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm all right. Sean's all right. I am delirious. I'm a bit tired. I'm all right. I've got two Palace fans at work, and I won a wager with both of them.
2: What was the, what was the wager?
3: The wager was one pound each. However, it's it's the bragging rights, right? So you won two pounds. I won two pounds. <laughs> but it's the principle of the matter. It's beautiful.
4: It's a beautiful the, thing. Uh,
3: do you know what? Because they also, I got them to give me the draw as well. That's how confident they were. They said, yeah, you can have the draw as well, sure. They were in form. The Palace boys thought they would beat us. And they came in this morning to work with their tails between well, I their I, legs. I,
2: uh, I'm not sure what I predicted on the podcast, but I said to you on the day, didn't I, John, on a Saturday morning, I'm feeling quietly confident today.
4: Well, the reason you I made think sure you got there in the end was because you've not seen them lose, have you, at Palace? I have. In the championship, I think. Oh. And just to big
3: up, not in the George, last three years, right? though. Uh, he's not been feeling that well. He's not drinking at the moment. I'm I not done drinking now. Uh, so <laughs> it wasn't a normal that. away day and he still made an effort. I offered him full corporate with a nice little bit of free course meal um, and you turned it down, didn't you? I
2: did. The, the, uh, the thing that put me off about that was sitting in the director's area with, uh, surrounded by Palace fans.
3: Apparently it was a lot of Palace fans as well. Mm. It was predominantly Palace
2: um, and it turns out it was the right decision because I did celebrate when we scored.
3: Yeah. yeah we're and we're I wouldn't have not been able to do that, especially a goal like that. And We'd I've seen the videos that you sent me. It looked crazy, crazy.
2: And it was good. I said, like you say, I wasn't really I was getting in, getting involved having not have been... Because it was a 5.30 kickoff, so everyone had been in the pub since, what, 12? So it was a, it was, all the pubs were packed. One of the biggest pubs for away fans in, in and around Sellhouse Park was turned into home fans only must be new for this year. Yeah. The one we um, used to
3: go to, the, the Weather We went
2: we went no, the Railway Telegraph. Oh right, one that we one. Went to, yeah, yeah, yeah. We went yeah. to once. Not yeah. like we used to go. It's not we didn't we it go been, in.
3: This is your fourth year running going It on. is. Um yeah.
2: and the Weatherspoons was so full up that they actually stopped letting people in at some at one point. Um so I as I wasn't drinking I kept out of the pubs and sort of wandered round and met up with a couple of people. And yeah, I mean it was a strange Game, strange day out because and I wasn't was, drinking did and you I went so I, I did get a little bit wet. I did get a little bit wet on the way in, yeah. Um, but not too bad. And I wasn't getting wet in where I was standing.
3: There seemed to be a lot of beer flying in the air from the videos. Some of the later videos, not the video you sent me, but there was there was a DJ there. They'd hired a DJ.
2: Yeah, there was a little DJ in the corner. Just as soon as you went in through the turnstiles, there's like a bar. Um and there was a DJ in the corner of that area, and you yeah, know, he was playing. Twist and shout and mm. I'm bubbles
4: and... Question? Go for it.
3: Do you think we should have that at the London Stadium?
4: Or for the away fans? Yeah. They've already got the trampolines. What else do All they right.
3: need? how about we have a DJ, get DJ Leon back in the concourse for the home fans then?
2: Yeah, well, I think that will be a good idea. Yeah. You get more people in there early, over
3: That's a good idea. I think I will speak to uh, Baroness Brady on this idea and... Uh, All the hotline. What it should
2: do is not necessarily make it like make it into like a Leon be the DJ, but then have like bands on and stuff.
3: Well, Well, like
2: Courtney Rejects, and maybe not that big, or but like just like live bands, and you know, one of the highlights of our days out used to be the Scar bands and the Vic. Oh,
3: now you've got it. That Scar band—they are Tottenham fans, though. Yeah, Um, I don't think it matters. That would be a really cool idea. I'm gonna pass that on.
4: Well, that's, a li- that, that's all well and good, but that'd be really nice outside our area. But it's a big stadium. What are you going to do? Have three bands, three DJs, we four could, do, bands. You could do. You could do one, three it could. dotted about.
3: It could be like Glastonbury where you've got different tents and different I'll rooms. Tell you what, so it'd be like. You've got blues. Well, they should, <laughs> r- <what> they should <laughs> model
2: <laughs> it on is the Rugby Sevens. Yeah. Get them to speak to whoever does that because at the rugby sevens at Twickenham they have like stages dotted about all around and different live acts there. There. Like there.
4: To be fair, there's enough space flying around in that place. There, yeah, there, there is, there to is do loads that of that sort of stuff.
3: I think we should do that. I hear also Palace Do more than just a
4: podcast stage, Sean. You can yeah. be, you can be a host. Oh, you yeah. could do you could be like a, like a DJ. DJ back in your day, a radio yeah. Jackie in type thing. Yeah. Wouldn't you?
3: Um, I hear that all the um, bar staff had West Ham. T-shirts on. There was a but big I sign mean, welcome d- in West Ham fans I didn't see. I didn't see that. But that's that is the norm now. I think for away grounds. Our partners, Hammers Chat, did a, a, a vlog, and uh, and they were showing all that. and Said they really feel welcome here. And and the talk was just to fall into jo- John's hands that it felt more <laughs> more like home at Palace <laughs> than it did at the well,
2: London it, Stadium. It, did, uh, it probably did. I mean, there was a lot of. There was two thousand fans there? No one was. moaning. it was three thousand. I think it's two thousand eight hundred or something. That oh, was like. it? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, no one was moaning at each other. No one was fighting each other. No one felt like there
3: was a lot of miss. I saw a lot of bells thrown in the air and a bit of beer. I tell on you what, sense. there was
2: a lot of people drinking beer out in the stadium <sighs> in their seats. Ooh. I a bet lot. that
3: won't make the papers.
2: But there's a lot. Like was everyone sitting down? No. Well, no. of course not.
3: When he but then the Palace
2: Ultras in the corner in their matching uniforms weren't sitting down either. W- so, were know. there any... Um, oh, I matching. Yeah, They all wear matching black T-shirts. It's very, was there very any cringy.
3: taps on the shoulder from stewards going, excuse me, I sir? Saw one, I saw one. I saw the boat next
2: to me got his beers taken off him, but he had another two tucked under his chair. So they took him and his... I think it was his son. They took his beers off him and then he'd, they'd wait for him to walk out and then <laughs> he just picked up his own one and just carried on. <laughs> But you s- can confirm there was no fighting. I didn't see any fights of any description. I didn't think the result probably had some sort of bearing on that, but...
4: It was... Did you see the, uh, that sign that they had up the Palace Ultras? Yes, sir. So, so yeah, they I do it did.
2: every game. It's so cringy. The bloke with the drum just constantly... Boom, boom. It's like but being at Portsmouth. I oh, had a big sign up
4: saying, oh, t- time for rail seating. Yeah. I don't, that oh, was, was the Ultras. Yeah, it said, Golden, time for rail seating. Golden Parish, take note or something like that.
3: Safe standing
4: is what they want. Well,
2: I think actually David Gold tweeted after the game, didn't he? Saying, "I'm all for safe standing." A lot of people are, but
4: you listen to the press; they're not. They all they keep going on about is um, the history of everything, and that these people should be respected.
3: Oh yeah, should we talk about some football? Yes. Uh,
2: We won. Hey. We played really well. I thought. I mean, I'm not sure I came across from your armchairs. mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> but I <laughs> thought
3: <Eiffel laughs> Palace played <laughs> shit first half, and we played better than
2: them. I think we had we played better than them all round. I think we and defended pretty we really well. The second half, they got better. I think Adrian had half. the best game he's had all year.
4: I think we started with a great intensity. Yeah. We had a real purpose when we started. It was like watching us last season. I think yeah. to be yeah.
2: I honestly think the return of Aaron Cresswell had a lot to do. with It that did fact. seem to Absolutely. be like a
4: impetus there from him. Him he and
2: Pires join play join up played. Yeah, on Just the on left. that left-hand side yeah. was, was
4: immaculate. And the interplay with Lanzini as well was good. Lanzini had a brilliant game. I think the three at the back did well. Chiarty was immense.
2: See, I l- and I liked that change as well. I thought that was a brave change. But yeah. with the situation we were in, um, with Antonio really the f- only fit right-sided player, I thought it was the right thing to do.
3: Yeah. And I think you got to big up, uh, Simen Zaza. Because... You know, he tried his socks off. I know he didn't score a goal. Well, he
2: had the best game he's had in the West Ham exactly. shirt. Exactly, he's come sure. under he
3: a lot of criticism, and I even did a missing poster for him. Great bit of art. Was that you? Was that? It was
1: me. I saw that.
3: Um, but he, d- he, d- he. You're
1: ran his comedy genius.
3: Off. He ran his bollocks.
4: Yeah, off. He he's bit, yeah but you're not going to spend 24 million or no, whatever we're going to end up spending on somebody who just runs their bollocks he's off. Got,
3: he's got to score a goal, and that's. Got a score I think that. I goals. think a
2: lot of people are forgetting. I mean, we were slagging him off last week, but he, this is his, he's his fourth or fifth game in the Premier League, and I noticed it more.
3: I've always played five games in total. This was his sixth game for me.
2: It was more. It was more obvious to me on Saturday than it was any other time I've seen him play that. Every time he gets the ball, he's just not quick enough. He doesn't react quick enough. So it be that shooting or laying off a pass or whatever, he just seems to kick it into a defender because the defender's yeah. in front of him. And I think that's the difference between playing in the Italian League and playing in the Premier League. He was a getting quicker. back
3: a lot, I thought, on, on Saturday. But he had a really good game. You won a lot yeah.
4: of the balls in Running the Running
3: back, tracking back. The mm. whole
4: team was defended from the front. Everyone, I thought we were going to run ourselves out, to be fair. Yeah. And I, I thought we would end up conceding. I mean but I thought he what? made
2: some good subs at the right time as well. I think Kaleri came on and, and ran his socks off for that yeah. 15 minutes he was on the
4: pitch. Yeah, it's starting to settle down there, isn't it?
3: But l- you look at Benteke.
4: We sort of know what he's going to do with What he plays. did
3: at 30 million quid versus Zaza. I know who I would rather are those two. Benteke, not only did he miss the penalty,
4: I think I'd rather
2: Benteke. Not,
3: not only did he miss a free header, there. not only did he miss, I think, another two shots. But he just didn't, he doesn't track back at all. He's just a one-trick yeah, but we know only. he can score in the Premier he League. He knows he can score, but he couldn't even do that. So there you've got a very static player or that can head, agreed, and can shoot and score penalties. And he couldn't even do that. So yeah, I thought he was point?
2: very unlucky not to score that last kick of the first half.
3: Yeah. Unlucky, or is it confidence? Is no, it that, just that was seems unlucky. The,
2: the um, penalty was dreadful. I don't know, I don't, dreadful, think can, yeah. I don't think you can make How about any the header though? for
3: that.
4: He, he didn't
3: had a free header. And he just and that the territory I mean he's a master of, of scoring headers, probably even more than, than Carroll and Antonio. And yet free header. I don't think missed he missed is. It. You don't think he is? You don't think he's I don't think he's better
2: than Andy Carroll heading the ball.
3: No.
4: No? no. I, I think Andy Carroll is th- the best player of his type in the Premier League. When he's up and running and fit.
3: So let me ask you a question on Zaza, why we're on Zaza, mm. both of you. Zaza. So, uh, as you know, sources close to the club say he's going back in January mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, he never get to play 14. He's just not the player they thought he would be. Uh, our uh, gaffer, um, Slaven Bilic, says, no, no decision's been made. I will make that decision. All options are open. Um, who do you believe?
4: I think be- there's a I way I back for Slav. Him? I believe that if he was to score six goals in six games, he would be signed I up. Maybe I, I agree with you, but
2: might, this might be it now. He might score on Saturday because he's g- getting up to speed. I honestly think the only thing he's doing wrong now, seeing his performance on Saturday, is just not reacting quickly. Okay, enough.
3: we know as soon as he gets to 14 games, he's signed. Now he's t- it doesn't matter whether the Premier League or not. He's he's played six. You know that for right? a fact. I know it for a fact. Six games he's played, right? So, obviously, eight more games. My question to you is, what has he got to do in your eyes, first George, then John, to automatically secure that contract? contract? Uh, Eight games. Score goals. How many? I don't know. Five. I'm asking you. Five. Six for me. Six.
2: He's he's, he's, uh, harder to please than I am. um, (laughs)
3: That's a lot, though, isn't it? It Six is. goals in eight games. He's got to get started soon.
4: That's that's like... Um,
3: Zero what, point. But yeah,
4: no, but it's <laughs> like 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 almost, almost a goal a game. <laughs> yeah, but it's <laughs> like <a> championship winning, <laughs> championship winning for a yeah. striker.
3: It is. And um, if I'm honest with you, I agree with you, by the way, he's got to be scoring goals, otherwise he's never... But...
4: Similar f- similar form that Charlie Austin's in is what you need to get into. And, and we, I I he's, and he, and he's rubbish.
2: And he hasn't got any knees. He's got um, no how knees. How many has
4: he got scored? No knees and he's rubbish. How many has he scored? I oh, think he's scored six in seven games or something. Is it six in like seven, he's seven Since he's come back. With no knees. Yeah. Good stuff.
3: So we're talking about the bloke with the magic hat, yeah. Obviously he got an assist. Yeah? He did. A good assist. And you know, he was making all the running down that uh left side. Um but, obviously, we got the big incident. And, and the ref watch, I, you, I mean, you and I saw Howard Webb, yeah? We oh, saw I, saw, I sat there
4: and watched it. I said it out loud when when he was fouled in the box. I, said, I was sat there with myself saying, that's a penalty. And yeah,
3: and I, I was the one who said, oh, no. The first replay I watched without commentary, I thought... No, no, no. It, it, he went down too easy.
4: Oh, the commentators are so quick to judge and they just... But just you're sorry. right. Yeah. When,
3: when you see it in slow motion... Yeah.
4: Um, I mean, he does kind of double dive, it, doesn't he? Does. He, does. he does, yeah, yeah.
3: But there was definite contact.
4: But he was up in the air and got lumped. And Howard Webb
3: didn't mince his words. He said, penalty all day long. He yeah. didn't say 50-50. He said, penalty all day long.
4: And then when you see the foul down the wing...
3: What was your view of the foul, George?
4: Down the other end of the well, it was pitch. D-
3: right down the other end, in the opposite
2: corner. So, from I mean, from I saw the penalty, and I again it was hard to see because was on the other side. But Aaron Cresswell wasn't a diver, so I knew that he wouldn't have just gone. You've down. seen replays since, and that I've that seen replays since, and he kicks him. I don't think yeah. There's any there's any question. Um, yeah,
4: it was, was it who kicked him as well, yeah, wasn't it?
2: Kabi kicked him, and then when Kibai got when he Cresswell got second booking, Kabi pushed him, and went, "Are uh, you?" Jeet or something like that.
4: If yeah. you watch his mouth, yeah. So let's all hate on Kabai. No, well,
2: that's what I tweeted. I tweeted that. <laughs> um, but the fact the foul over on the other side. I mean, you've seen him given as bookings because you know he's breaking down an attack, and it, w- it was a foul. Um, but I'm not sure you should be sending off a player for that.
3: Well, what? what uh, so how Webb went on and said, "There's minimal contact for me. It's play on. Yeah. So it's very clear. He said it's minimal contact." I would have played. playing. Oh,
4: so no, made that. Yeah, he did. So yeah. went down like a sack of shit, as if he did
3: simulation.
4: He did. Yeah.
3: So he said he's unfortunate on both of those, and he's he also talked about like Atkinson. He said, look at his look at his body language, and you could you looked at it, and you could say he doesn't want to send this guy off, but he's he walked over to the lino. Yeah, the lino gave it. Didn't the he. lino said, oh, uh, and he had to give it, but you could see it was his body language, he didn't want to give it. He felt probably it was unfair. Uh, and, and now the, the real... I mean, obviously, we won the game. And that's the main thing. But we lose Cresswell for an important game against Bottom-Sunderland. Are they, Bottom? Yeah. Certainly close to the Bottom. Um, a, a Very crucial game for us. And there's no appeal process. No,
4: there's not.
3: Unless Atkinson writes in his report that he believes, which he's not going to do, uh, he's not that I made, made a, a mistake. mistake. is he? Yeah? Well... David uh, Gold's uh, called for, again, called for video technology to be bought. I
2: agree with Slavin Bilic, who I think has come out today and said that he doesn't understand the rule when it's a stupid rule. Why can he appeal a straight red card but not two yellow cards? So it turns into a red. I agree yeah, with him. Yeah,
4: because basically both those yellows were very dubious. Well, not
2: only that, regardless of that, why why can't you just appeal it? Yeah. Doesn't make sense to me.
4: But It's just kind of typical that the player that's came in gave us the impetus to win a game, really. Yeah, and know he's out. The, guy and the, the, the bigger issue is who do you play there? I don't know. Genuinely don't know.
3: Exactly.
2: That's the bigger issue. What do you think, Sean?
3: Well, You just it called wasn't me listening. out looking at my phone. Uh,
2: quick stat attack, 45% possession we had, 55%. They had 12 shots, four on target. They had 12 shots, three on target. So Close game. Given more of the possession, but it wasn't away game, and we scored one more goal than. Well, wow, we had one more to target about the goal because we didn't talk about the goal. We didn't know. And I thought it was a very well worked goal. If you watch it back from like, while back, we passed the ball about, we keep possession. Oh, there times where one, it two, three, four, one, two, three, four, and then great ball in, great yeah. run. I think the run is a big, big part, obviously a big part of it, but not talked about as much as the interplay beforehand. What a finish.
4: What a finish. Absolute finish. Great ball in. Pyatt's Pyatt had a great game. Did? It was it was a good good performance. We deserved that win. Although yeah.
2: there were a couple of times I thought Pyatt could have done better down the other end. Yeah, down yeah. our end. Right. He should have yeah, scored early on scored. in the second half. He, he, and he, often he uh did. there was a couple of times he could have put Zaza through and he played rubbish passes that just got cut out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he
3: did get caught out a few times. He can be lazy at times as well.
2: Yeah, but he's an, uh, he's an attacking creative flair player. He's not going to get back and run about that
3: as much. as suppose. He?
2: Especially to. as the game goes on. Question. Question. Question.
3: Uh, formation change. Yeah. Um, was hinted about beforehand. Obviously, it leaked out. Uh, our friend, ex-Western employee, said there's going to be a formation change. He was right. Um, bit of a risky move. Do you think we should keep that formation free at the back?
2: Well I actually tweeted this today. I said the same thing. What do you do now? Because not only is Cresswell out, but it worked well and I don't think he will change it. And it was, I think it was the right thing to do with the players that we had fit. But we know that Antonio is more effective further forward. So now you have to decide whether you keep him where he is. I mean, does it, uh, to me, it didn't look like 3-4 or 3-1, 4-2, as people are saying it. To me, it looked like a 3-5-2, if you see what I mean. It felt like that they were playing w- as wing backs more than wingers.
4: Yeah, I think they were. I think that's because we were pushing back, we're pushing their their um, left and right back back sort of thing. So it gave us the space and opportunity to get on them. But I I would stick with it now that you've just won a game, you've got to stick with it, surely. Mm. But the question but who is who left? do you play left? It's going to be. Have some we still got
2: that Stephen Hendry?
4: He he's on gone on loan. He's gone on loan but and he's injured. There's still going to be, you know, someone who they're going to bring in, isn't bring, it? Isn't there bring like in... A uh, be like a Nordfeld or something like that. Reese Oxford. Where is Reese Oxford? Was he's he in
3: still around.
2: Yeah, but you can't is play Reese Oxford on the left. Can see,
4: I, c- I kind of thought Reese Oxford would have been ideal in that game was a, in a in a three.
3: So, Coyote was... Um, Coyote had a really good game. No, he he to did. be fair, he I mean did. He was in defence.
2: He was a a, in defence. He, yeah, he has played there before.
3: Yeah, he does fill in for a centre-back, doesn't he?
2: But he had a really good game. And I think I think it worked for him well. I think the thing that's l- been letting him down so far this year is he isn't working hard enough and tracking back enough and making oh, the tackles that he used quite. to. When
4: you look at Winston Reid.
2: I think yeah. the fact that he was put in defence,
3: that he had one job to do type thing. Yes. Don't worry about getting forward. Mm.
4: I Winston, thought that worked well good
3: for point. Him. Winston Reid had the game of his life. He did. Was he was my man. Well, his match. well he did get man in the match. He just well, won everything,
4: it. did everything. I mean, they all done really that well. That was I that was the well, game Apart from
3: that tackle, where
2: well,
4: that was <laughs> but that's a bit similar to your cup game. So he he's, he's got to swing, get the ball away, and the blokes come across him in from behind sort of thing, and got his foot in front. He, he was already him. he was already swinging that ball away before the player came across the front of him. Yeah. He did catch him and it's a penalty. But we it, I sort of got distracted by that. I sort of thought he'd given it for the thing beforehand where he got pushed in the box. They sort of didn't Who realize gave away this. the penalty? Angelo. Oh. Was it a Yes, it was. It was.
2: Sean, do you wanna Oh you got something to say? Uh um, what were you gonna say, Sean?
3: What was I gonna say? You can't, uh, can't remember now. Uh, I can't remember now. Mark Noble.
2: Yeah, he had a good game. Everyone yeah. had a good did game. Did you
3: hear him afterwards?
2: No, uh, no. What did he say?
3: Well, he was—he did—he did a bit of an interview, and he sort of said, you know, we've got him a lot of criticism, but we've been shown it that we can pull together, and you know, we do it for the gaffer. But post-post match, he also talked about, was well, it? You know, we were criticised for our night out. Maybe this helped us win, which I, d- I didn't quite see <laughs> since it was so long ago after the last loss that suddenly it would get us to win. But that—that's what he said.
4: Well, to keep going out for night outs, don't we? Well, More of that, about later. that later. More of that later, Sean. Yeah. Uh,
2: can you so just, can you just sure, sure? what the go S- first. Slavin, um, you guys can take all the criticism. You can take all of the heat, all of the pressure when things aren't going well. But do you deserve to take some credit, you and your, your staff, today for the decision to, to line up with the, the shape and the formation that you did?
1: Yeah, but like, It's always the players, you know, I'm, I'm more than happy to take the whole responsibility when it's, when it's not good. But it's about the players who, who tonight showed basically everything. Showed confidence, showed composure, showed uh, team spirit and showed show the quality on the ball. Uh, we changed the system, that's true. Crystal's return... Gave us opportunity to play because it's very difficult to play that system without him or Matsuaku, who were bo- both injured. Uh, but as I said, it was it was not about the system; it was how we how we were running, how we were focused from the first whistle till the end, and it was a really good performance from us and uh, well-deserved win.
2: What were your thoughts on the, on the
1: Crestwell yellow cards? Well, they asked me about it. You know, I, I, I try not to talk about it. Uh, I didn't speak after Chelsea game away. I didn't speak after Man City game. Were there like situations with Costa or Aguero or, against, or after Watford game for that second goal? I didn't even mention it. But if you ask me for today, like uh, those couple of decisions. I will never be 100% objective because
0: you have an Airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com/ host
1: I'm a western manager of course but I'm not blaming anyone but uh, first yellow card is a penalty for us maybe Kabai didn't mean it or whatever but it was it was. It was a penalty. Second yellow card, I don't know, but it's it's simply not a yellow card. And of course, when the game ends 1-0, you're not totally mad about it. But that put us in a very difficult situation. Instead of being hopefully 2-0 up and still 20 minutes to go or whatever, you come in a situation in one minute that you are like, still one in up, but that you are reduced to ten men against a team that is very physical, that can put the balls in and they have a presence and, and all that. So uh, for me, it's definitely, I'm the first one to say that it's very hard for the referees, but if you ask my opinion about this, they were not correct uh, decisions.
2: You sound quite philosophical about it, Might you be No, I'm not,
1: I'm bit very, bit very... Bit. no, I was very, you ask me, they were uh, absolutely against us, both of them.
2: And what's the significance of the, the result for you today, just with the context of, of the run? And...
1: Well, it's a very cruel league. I mean, we spoke about this a few times with the guys who are who at the press conferences at Rush Green. I didn't stop believing. I mean, this these three points they ain't going to change if we stop doing what we were doing today. But... This league is very cruel. I mean, basically, we came into this position before today's, tonight's game in no time. In three or four weeks, it was like Watford, bath West Brom, we were already then. Before Southampton, it was like whole pressure and everything. We lost the confidence a little bit, which is absolutely normal, it happens and all that. And now we came back. We deserved it, and now we can't. We can't let it go. Of course, there are going to be ups and downs and everything, but this this, this got to be our minimum. This has got to be our minimum. Yeah.
3: Slavin, you, um, you got Cresswell back, and he made a big difference today, and now you're going to lose him over something that's not right, and you can't appeal. Uh, that's not fair, is it?
1: Exactly. <laughs> you said everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's not right. It's totally wrong. i oh, sorry. Big time.
4: <laughs> Do you think that this result now has the potential to really alter
1: the course of your season? Have you noticed in the dressing room, can you see a difference with the players? Yes, but you know, it's very important to win for us. You know, and all that. But like after, like, like after Watford game, we could have stopped that slip with a game against West Brom. It's now, if we think for one second that, OK, now we are OK, and we're going to win points or games just because we turn up and just because we won now. There's no yesterday in football. But this this, this got to be like, like a pattern for us, in a positive way, what we have to do only to come into the position to win football games in the Premiership because either, if you are not like this you you, you don't have a chance so you have to continue like this is it a boost? of course it's a boost of course it's a boost
3: um, I know you said it's not about the system
4: but why did you change system?
1: because uh, we like this system and this system defensively gives us the opportunity to be more solid, let's say, like this. This offensively gives us the opportunity to use Antonio and Creswell in a really good way. This gives us the opportunity to keep the ball. And it's, it gives us the opportunity to put, to put our best players on a ball, Dimitri and Lantini, in a position where they can hurt the opponent the most. But I'm saying again, and uh, we couldn't use it before because without Cresswell or Matsuaku, I mean, you can play, of course, but it's not ideal. But I'm saying again, it's it's not about the system. It's about uh, how you are focused and how you are moving on the pitch. Because tonight, when we needed to be three at the back, we were three at the back. But when we needed to be five at the back or even six, we were six at the back. So uh, why not because of system, but because we were running one for each other.
4: There you go. That is what the gaffer had to say. What do you think, John? Yeah, he does a lot of chat, doesn't he?
3: Yeah, he does. He does. But, like you know, he's got a lot of chat about. Likes the sound of his own voice.
4: He's he's <laughs> yeah very good, Sean. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he um has come out under a bit of stress, and he So we know. dealt
3: with it. I, I, the thing I forgot about earlier was Kiati saying in the Sunday Glees press that um, his manager, the Glees manager, um, who he's the captain of, um, is a better motivator than Slavin Bilic. And uh, I know these things can be taken out of context when or mistranslated, but that's what he said.
0: Ooh.
2: Ooh. Well, we did look lucky on Saturday.
3: He seemed to be really happy, didn't he? Who? Well, Slav. I, I
2: left before the celebrations. Um, I left, sort of ran up the stairs as soon as the final whistle went. But I've seen the, f- the, f- the footage after and everyone seemed really chuffed and relieved
4: and happy to have got that win mm. on, yeah, the, it's on really the pitch, I mean. definitely needed. We need to continue it now. I just oh.
3: remem- remember saying, which Sean would have seen, Harry Redknapp was hilarious talking to Slav on BT Sport you remember it?
4: I didn't see it, no. So yeah. he was
3: going mad, obviously. Harry suddenly, suddenly has become a big West Ham fan again, you know? Of,
4: I don't know if he ever stopped.
3: Well, I, I, I just think he wasn't as vocal about he it. He wasn't maybe. vocal about it. But you know what? I think now he's really proud that his boy Slav is in charge. And the first thing he said, he was going on and arguing with Ian Wright about the sending off and he was disgusted about the refereeing and this because it cost him the game. And he was really angry about it. And then he then said, Slav came on and he went, he said, I learned it all from you, boss, (laughs) which is a nice touch to to Harry. He said, learn everything I did about you. Oh. And then he said to Ian Wright something strange. And I don't know what this means. I don't know if any of our listeners or you know what it means. He said uh, something about what did you learn about from Ian Wright? And he said, not to leave your watch around. Was he suggesting Ian Wright, Nick's watches or something?
2: Uh, It must have been. I don't know, mate. It must <laughs> he be t- what you're t- suggesting.
3: It wasn't um, racist, I was think it? It wasn't a racist comment. Uh, well, let's hope not. Uh, let's hope not.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> and, yeah, d- on, d- on Harry Rednett, I watched him on the League of Their Own or whatever it's called, and he he had to pick a team for some one of the people on it that didn't have a team, and he picked West Ham for her.
3: Yeah, excellent. So he think, still he he's still, he's got West Ham at his heart. Talking of that, it's not on the running order, but I just wanted to mention it because I put a. It can't. You post can't up. mention
2: it if it's not on the running order.
3: No, but I just want to mention it. Um, I don't know if you saw a post I put on McLaren Hugh today, but Bobby Moore statue, a crowdfunding uh, um, page that started six months ago by the, the um, council of Barking and Dagenham, they set up to raise one hundred and seventy six thousand pounds to put a statue of their hero in his own birth town six months ago it's got 61 days to go how much do you think it's raised i've got no idea Two thousand seven hundred. Two people gave a thousand pound each which means they've really apart from those two people 700, 700 quid. quid it's a bit he seems the forgotten man he's someone else's era and everything else so i think it's a bit of a shame that
4: bloody crowdfunded notion isn't it yeah, but by a
3: council, though. It's not just a fan setting this up. This is the official council trying to raise money to remember yeah. their how son. Much, how much
4: embarking. they spend on the old full space or whatever in Trafalgar Square every few weeks when they change that. And it's just like, sort of pick and choose. They, they pick and choose to they wish to support. Do you think people
3: know. have just got bored of it? They don't want a statue to remember.
4: I don't know. I just see Bobby it,
3: Moore and everything.
4: He's in, he, he would. Um, what he would warrant having a permanent statue somewhere. But he's got one at Wembley, is not he?
3: He's got one at Wembley. He's got one at Green Street, which l- doesn't look like it's going to move now. That's another thing. There's a plinth at the London Stadium to put the Bobby Moore or the champion statue, which is now got not going to move because West Ham and Newham Council cannot agree funding. Newham want them to pay for replacement and improvement works, and West Ham are saying no. Why should we pay for... Well, why should they pay for anything? Works. I don't
4: pay for anything anyway, do I? That's true. I don't That's wish true. to pay for anything.
2: Anyway, as I said, it anyway, was on the running order. Not, I can't believe you spoke about it, to yeah. be honest. Uh, Andy Carroll drinking debate. Well, I, I think you know how I feel about this, because I tweeted you. Well, I didn't see what you no, tweeted you
3: me. I said, why shouldn't he? Uh, I'm glad you asked me that. I, uh, and
2: John you're going to say, because he owes the club. He owes the club.
3: Well, there's five reasons, but I want to see what John says.
4: Uh, to be honest with you, I haven't really seen anything about so it. Andy Carroll
3: Carrol
2: didn't go to the game on Saturday. He was out with Joey O'Brien in the pub drinking watching pints. it with him Drinking. Right. In the slug and lettuce at Canary Hall. And Shaw Sean. Sean. No, I, I posted a pitch d- saying, Andy Carroll out for drinking. I just replied right saying, why
4: shouldn't he? I read somewhere, though, that it was at nine o'clock at night. Not oh, yeah. during the game.
3: I didn't realize when I said that that it was during the game. I don't know. They d- they didn't say when it was. It could have been nine o'clock at night, but it's irrelevant. He didn't go it's
2: to the game. Irrelevant. It's he not irrelevant. He didn't go irrelevant. to the game. He didn't have to go to the
4: game. He's not in the squad. He's not fit. Probably. but Do he, you he know who actually
2: I haven't mentioned this. Um, the physio was behind me in the in he the away and yeah. and he he uh, he wasn't on the pitch when someone went down injured, so it was definitely him, Dominic Rogan. I recognised him. Oh yeah, he yeah. was sitting a few rows behind me in the. Uh, in the, in the way end.
3: Let me give you my Andy Carroll bit. right? Now, have I got a problem with a, a footballer having a quiet pint? No. Right? If it was Adrian having a San Miguel in a tapas bar somewhere, I'd go, good on you. But this is Andy Carroll, <laughs> who's had... <laughs> has had a history oh with drink, good. right? He's, he's had a history... I'm not going to go as far as what some other people would say, whether he's got a problem, but he's got a history with drink. He's got a history with partying, right? And he's told us that's all behind him. And yet he gets pictured out in McDonald's seven o'clock in the morning after an event. Then he gets pictured in, in outside a pizza place and then he gets pictured again. Media people tell him not to be pictured with alcohol in your hands, you know? So the second thing is, you represent the club. You're paid £85,000 a week, basic, and we expect you not to be pictured smoking, like bloody Wiltshire, drinking alcohol in public... He wasn't smoking. ..or eating junk food, you know? You're, you're representing the club, and you don't expect any of your players to do that. You're paid enough money not to do that in public. Do it in your own home with Billy Piper or whatever, Billy, Billy Piper or whatever... But what, take Joey <laughs> O'Brien back to your house you and have a for? tinny in your house. Why do you have to do it in a slug and lettuce? My next point is he's still under investigation for the previous night out. That hasn't been concluded. And yet he decides to go out again with Joey O'Brien in a very public place to drink. And probably the most compelling reason why he shouldn't do it is, and someone's already come out and said this, is alcohol has been proven it does not help the recovery process when you're ca- recovering from an injury. It doesn't help one little bit. Does it not? No. So why would you, when you're just about to come back, put your body under... Does it does take it these doesn't empty help, calves. but does it stop? Well, oh. I'm, I'm just telling you what someone said Who who's a medical person related who to thing. Is, who is this person? Well, I don't know. They claim to this? be on Twitter. <laughs> what right? are their qualifications? I don't know what their qualifications <laughs> are. But it is said that it will not help the recovery process. Now you add up all those things. Andy Carroll should be Having on his party. best behaviour, right? We pay 17 and a half million quid for him. We pay him 85 grand a week plus bonuses. What harm would it do? Just stop drinking Andy. Stop drinking while you play for West Ham. Would okay, it really I'd, be the end I'd of the take, world?
2: I'll take your point on board that maybe he, given that he's already been pictured twice in an unprofessional environment, um, maybe he should refrain from doing it in public in such a manner, especially so soon. Yeah. Okay, I agree with that. But, but there's no reason why he shouldn't be having a beer.
3: I, I don't disagree with it. Just don't do it in the slug and lettuce in in front of the daily a daily mail reporter you just
2: sort of said that you you do disagree with it because well, i that Well, I do think it would be better.
3: I, I think it would be better if I'm honest with you because I'm not going to say what the rumors are. I think he needs professional help. Right? Two letters, which I'm not going to say, I think he could do with some professional help. Right? The special clubs. But he should just maybe the perception is wrong. But if he's ever going to shake off his party image and the songs we sing about him then he needs to be teetotal. Would it really, really ruin his career? If he really wants to concentrate on being fit and he's, he's a loving father and a wonderful fiance and everything else, what would be the harm of saying, I, Andy Carroll, are going to be teetotal for the next two years until I can prove to West Ham fans and the club their investment in me and their trust and loyalty in me? Would it be the end of the world? If I paid you £85,000 a week, would you give up alcohol if I said it's a condition you give up alcohol? Because I want you to put everything in there. I don't want you to seem drunk. Yeah, I would. You've got a bit of a reputation, George, about being a bit I of drunk.
2: I haven't drunk for three months anyway.
4: So. Yeah.
3: yeah. You would do fine. it, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's fine. John, am I, am I talking shit?
4: Yeah, I think so.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I just feel that he that's doesn't help himself. I want him to be one club. of the best players. The
4: loyalty of the club. What else could the club do? What else can they do? The bloke has been... Uh, <laughs> The, the actual signing of Andy Carroll, they bloody signed him near enough when he was injured. So, you know, what else but can he they do? Help, They've invested well, my point t-
3: is, he needs to help himself. They invested so much in
4: him, Sean, they can't not stand by him. He's got another two I, years left. I'm not suggesting that. So I'm just
3: saying he could help himself by not being photographed. And people say, oh, it's only a pint of beer. But uh, it's everything it symbolises. You know, we've seen the pictures of him. I really like don't. Very with glazy eyes, I'll just say that, right? At a, a festival. We've seen the pictures of him allegedly drunk. I just think he needs to be doing his PR better rather than be going out with Joey O'Brien it's just, for a beer. It's just or one beer or ten beers. Who knows how many beers it's he had? down to maybe it was one.
4: It's down to the people that sign him and do what they do, contract him, pay the wages. It's not down to him. They've signed him, they've given him the wages, they've done whatever. They knew what they were getting, to be fair. It's, none of it's new, is it? None of it's new. The bloke's injury-prone and he's got a party lifestyle. None of it's new to anyone. So why do they expect it to not be that way? He's yeah. always been on big money. He's always, you know, nothing's changed it. So well, if I just, understand. If he's just playing to type, why would you be surprised? I
3: understand when he was at um, Liverpool, he was barred from all the bars in, in Liverpool. Yeah. So by, uh, by Kenny Dalgleish, so he used to d- go to Newcastle.
4: Well, well, the loyalty part, the club can do nothing Allegedly, else. allegedly. The club have done what they've done, they've invested in him, and they have to stand by him. And to be honest with you, it makes no odds to the likes of me or you, because he's, he's very rarely fit. So
3: well, I do like Andy Carroll, and I think he's got a lot to offer us. But I, I just think
4: he's w- a great. When he's in form, he's a very good player.
3: I wish he just concentrate on that. He's got all the time when his career's ended to do all the drinking he wants to do. I think you should wish you know?
4: for something else. I think you should wish that we get a striker. How about you wish we can actually score some goals? That's what we should just get someone who's fit and score some goals.
2: How about you wish that West Ham scrapped the uh, the high priced phone line for the ticket office?
3: Yeah, I mean we did talk about this. I just want to give it promotion because it's really gaining some momentum, and I think we're getting somewhere. There's a lot of people in the club who agree with this, by the way. And I've got a lot of them to say, good campaign, etc. We've got the link on the Facebook group.
2: Yeah, Facebook.com forward slash more than just a podcast.
3: Uh, over 650 people have signed it so far. We're trying to get to 1,000. Um, just to be clear, I'm talking to the Football uh, Supporters Federation about doing a blog on all of this. Only four Premier League clubs have this sixty-eight p- up to 68p a minute premium line. That is Burnley, Sunderland, Palace and West Ham. It's got to stop. It's got to stop now. We know the chairman owns shares in it. Th- that shouldn't make any difference with the decision. I'm lobbying Karen Brady to scrap it. They're making a decision at this end of the month. Let's keep the pressure up. Please sign my uh, petition. Thank you. Good night.
4: It's not... You, you need to get something more publicity out of there and the 650, isn't...
3: Well, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. It has got a lot of publicity, of but why have any... Maybe you've got to give because you've got to give your name and address. People a little bit, you know. I mm-hmm. did a lot of gangsters me. out there. <laughs> Don't want to give their name and address. Uh,
4: I think
2: it's time for this. I think. Yeah. It's Facebook, Twitter... Oh, gone, on, Sean. What are you going to say? Is there something off air then? Yeah, you're still off air. No, no, we're on air now. Oh, no. Is so there something
3: it. personal about um, uh, one of our fellow uh, season ticket holders? All right. Well, hold it, hold that thought. Okay. You won't.
2: Uh, it's Facebook so Twitter question time. It's where we ask you, the listener, to get in touch with us at the podcast. On facebook.com forward slash podcast or on Twitter at podcast. Um, I posted earlier on today you back to change. back tonight <laughs> recording at 6.30 to talk about the great win how's, how will Slav set up on Saturday and much more send in your questions, comments below if you can't wait till the episode is released here is a video of Sean explaining how to install a back rack to keep you going in the meantime <laughs> <laughs> and it's a great video <laughs> that Sean posted a couple of years ago Thanks it never that, fails George. to entertain uh, so do go onto the Facebook page to watch that Um, the first comment came in from Tim Sharman who said thought the dance music at Palace by the Turnstiles was great do you think it would work at the Soulless Bowl Um, Sean I've seen you like this is this why you brought it up earlier I did did you just nick Tim's I didn't nick Uh, Tim's no (laughs) it's a talking point no I didn't and made it into your own
3: I thought it was a good idea anyway
2: you could look into that, then, you. Yeah?
3: I will
4: do. Yes, it's probably not in their control, though, is it, Sean? It's, it's I think. It, well, you'd
3: be surprised what is in their control. Don't believe the media. I suppose as
4: long as it doesn't cost any money, they they probably look into it. it, wouldn't they?
3: Yeah. Uh, the next comment comes
2: in from Gary Prince. He says, "Do you think West Ham play better in smaller stadiums? How many of our red cards under Billich have been correct decisions? Expect the stat from Sean."
3: Jesus, now. See, I didn't read it because I don't know that, otherwise I could have prepared. Um,
4: Not many, to be fair. We've had some real shocking decisions. Remember last season? Yeah, yeah. PR even one springs to mind. It's just unbelievable. So, so
3: what was what's he asking for? How many incorrect? How
4: many of them have been correct under Billich? Um, I
3: don't know. They've all been a bit debatable. I mean, at least one, maybe. I don't know. I will look at that. <laughs> I will take that challenge. And, uh, we'll need to
4: remember back to, back to Gary, ask you next week.
2: Gary, he will come back to you. Uh, Lewis Erentrout says, nice rack, Sean. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the win will mean nothing if we lose on Saturday. I see the fickle fans now that think Zaza and Adrian are the nuts. Nice touch by Palace to adapt the away end with our colours, etc. Was Randolph dropped because of his infamous drinking binge? No. Nope. He was in injured he's from
3: the
2: international. A yeah. Uh, Alexander McFarlane simply says "Happy Hammers." Gary Milkers says, "A great one-nil victory for our boys. Do you think Cress will find a usual spot in front of the back line from now on?" Not on Saturday. He won't on Saturday, but I don't see why not. I mean, as I said, it worked very well. Uh, the only issue we have is Antonio. I think he he's more effective further forward.
3: What's wrong with Abalaeu? Lower. Who? Abaloa.
2: Is he
4: not injured? He picked up a knock. Yeah.
2: Nigel Kahn says, we win and Sean isn't at the game. Is it coincidence? Perhaps we should monitor future wins when Sean is not in attendance. And if a link can be proved, we'll try and get him banned from
3: attending. Right. Well, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <not gonna> <laughs> Anything <laughs> is worth a try. Right, I am <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be there at the Sunderland game on Saturday. So let's see if that works.
4: Well, we're going with someone else, Nigel. So if you want to come for a drink.
3: Uh, Nige also says
2: Andy Carroll out of order or innocent is he not entitled to have a drink without being slaughtered by fans or lectured by websites oh that's I think a he's picking out uh, a certain a website. little
3: little dig I'm sure at Clarence and Hugh from our friend Nige or me I don't know which or Hughie I don't know one we've of covered those. that though yeah we've
4: done it
2: uh, and that's it for Facebook to the question time nothing on Twitter we share anything, anything on Twitter there isn't unchecked um, all that's left now is to predict the Sunderland game. Sean, you're not going again. I'm allowed John? to predict. No, no, you're yeah. not. You're, you're even a fan? Yeah. Uh, John, what do you reckon? He's a big fan of the stadium. Yeah. Big um, fan of the
4: off-the-field off, off the field yeah, antics. He's a, he's a big fan of, of, of Lady Brady. That's he's not
2: true, though, is he? he? He revealed that last week. Yeah. What's the score going to be, John? I reckon we're going to smash them 1-0. I reckon it'll be 4-0. Sean?
3: I think we're also smashing their back doors in... 3 0.
2: Thanks for listening to more than just a podcast. (laughs) Podcast. Uh, I've been George. Sean has been. here John has been.
4: Oh, extremely happy. Yeah, he seems it.
2: Come on, you irons. Come Come on, on, you you irons. Bye. Bobby
1: Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby more, More than just a podcast